I pause as I reach the landing and stare at the door. A thin beam of purplish light flickers across the hardwood floor. I watch, mesmerized for a few moments. My heart skips when I suddenly see movement, as if someone inside my son's bedroom had just walked past the door. Hello? I call out shakily. How could there be anyone in there? Surely it was just a tree branch blowing outside the bedroom window. And then it dawned on me. There weren't any trees on that side of the house. Frozen, I listen and hear nothing. I'm just about to move on when I hear a faint noise. As I listen, my heart begins to race. Is that someone crying? The more I listen, the more certain I become that a child is crying in Seth's room. Could this be one of his friends? I don't think so. Seth was only six, and the nearest child his age lives about four blocks away, a far piece for a six-year-old to travel by himself. Nevertheless, I am positive it is the undersized sobs of a child. I suddenly feel as if a hundred mice are running up and down my spine. My interest about what is going on outside has been brushed aside for a new, single-minded focus. Who or what is on the other side of the door? I slowly creep forward, not daring to breathe. A tall vase beside the bathroom contains two large golf umbrellas. I grasp one by its handle and slowly pull it from the vase, like a knight drawing his sword. I don't know what I am going to do with an umbrella, unless the intruder is armed with a water pistol. I place my left palm against the door and gently push. I poke the tip of the umbrella into the widening crack, ready to repel any attack. The door gives one last tiny creak as it stops. When I peer into the bedroom, the umbrella drops from my hand, and the hair stands up on my neck. Sitting on the bed, crying, and looking sadly at his shelf of Star Wars toys, is Seth. I rub my eyes and shake my head. Surely this is some trick of the light, some trick of this weirdness going on outside. He doesn't seem to notice me at first. He looks the same as he had the last time I saw him alive. His blonde hair is parted neatly in the middle. He is wearing an orange and yellow striped shirt with khaki shorts. At the end of his skinny legs, dangling over the edge of the bed, is a pair of faded Spider-Man tennis shoes. As I step further into the room... He turns his head and looks at me. He is the same Seth, but on the other hand, he is not. His whole form, flesh and clothes alike, shimmer faintly, like the surface of a lake at the moment dawn breaks. He gives off the same ethereal glow as the mysterious light outside. Whatever this oddness is, he seems to be both independent and part of it at the same time. I find myself fixed with a mix of joyous elation and profound horror. My son is back, which makes me happy. I should be happy. But he's dead, for God's sake. I buried him and his mother two weeks ago. This can't be real. It is real. That point is driven home like a bolt of lightning when Seth speaks. Daddy. 
You can see me, he asks in a tired and frightened voice. 